We are continuing our discussion on doing laundry and wearing new clothing during the nine days. So yesterday we uh, mentioned some of the heterim, some of the exceptions to the custom of prohibiting laundry. The exceptions would be for young children, perhaps uh, the covered Shabbos, if someone doesn't have their Shabbos clothing, they'd be able to do laundry for Shabbos. Young children that are always constantly getting themselves dirty, so their clothing <clears throat> has a din of nislach tamid. it's always dirty, so then we'd be allowed to uh, clean that during the nine days. So let's keep going. So let's say someone gets a stain and they want to spot clean. So if they're embarrassed of that stain, then for sure it's mutter. And even if not, the police can say that just putting a little water, even a little soap on, uh, on a stain is not considered kibbutz as far as the three weeks are concerned. You know, Hilcha Shabbos, it might be an Isser, but when it comes to the three weeks or even the Chalamoid, many of the police can say that's not called cleaning. That's not called kibos. Another halacha, another uh, place to be makele would be, let's say uh, a woman is during her shiv and she needs to do laundry in order to get the proper clothing for her to keep the shiv So then that will be mutter as well. A question that I was asked recently is, let's say you have a person who has specific clothing for work, whether it's a uniform or they wear clothing that has the logo of their company on it and in this person's situation, he was constantly, you know, he was, it was manual labor. It was always dirty. And it would be very difficult for him to, to uh, keep wearing that same baguette throughout the nine days. So we have to think about a general question. Let's say someone only has Someone only has one shirt. So today, for most people, we have more than one pair of clothing. Let's say a person only has one shirt or one pair of pants. What's the halachot? So once, so they have to wear it, obviously, wear it while it's clean. And then when you get it dirty and you have no choice, you can't move on. You can't wear it one more day. So then halacha is you're allowed to wash it until the week of Tisha B'av. So this year, there's no real Shavu Shachaboy. So perhaps B'Shas of Chaka person could be Mekel as well. That you'd be allowed to, to wash it if necessary. So that's the extreme case of you only have one shirt. A, a different case, which is similar, is A person, you know, a person has a few pairs of clothing, and during the year they do laundry once or twice a week, and they get by. They don't have to have numerous pairs of clothing. However, it comes uh, the nine days, so they start wearing their clothing. They, they they finish. They go through all their all their articles of clothing, and they still have a couple of days left. And it's too dirty. They cannot wear it any longer. What's the halacha? So the Paiskim say, Nislach lechu kol begadav has the same halacha of mi she'en lo yela chalak echad. You only have, you have nothing else to wear now. So then halacha is, you'd be beko, you'd be beko, you'll have to wear it up until Shavuot Shechaboy. So in a typical year, Shavuot Shechaboy is not that long. And even this year, Shavuot Shechaboy really is only Tisha B'Av itself because many many Paiskim, including the Shulchan Aruch, are meko, that there is no Shavuot Shechaboy when Tisha B'Av falls out on Shabbos. Because we're not fasting in, during that week. <clears throat> so, theoretically, a person could start being makele. That he only has, you know, a certain amount of uniforms. Halachas, you don't have to go buy more uniforms or, or work clothing. So, one could be makele based on these two concepts. of Additionally, when it comes to uniform, there's no taina, really. You're not enjoying it. By but you're not there's no kibbutz shaltaina. You're doing laundry. It's, in, it's it's joyful. It's not. It's part of your job. You just have to have it clean. 
So that'd be another reason one could be mako up until Shavuot Shachaboy. A fourth consideration is that based on what we said yesterday with, with young children, young children, very young children that do not, are not aware really <clears throat> of clean clothing versus dirty clothing. They just, they're eating ice cream, they're eating something and it gets all over themselves all the time. So the Shulchan Aruch says they're allowed to wash their clothing, that you're allowed to do kibbas for them because that's not part of the, the minhag, it's nislachach hutambid. So, if someone has clothing that is constantly getting dirty, a person does manual labor and they're working in the heat and their baggage every single day is always nislachlich, so then halach is they'd be allowed to wash it anyways. Additionally, if someone is a, is a, is a nurse or a doctor and they're wearing scrubs, so there, the washing is not just for, you know, laundry purposes, it's done for hygiene, it's done for, for sterilization purposes, then a person would be allowed to wash. Now, again, if someone has his own scrubs, you know, some hospitals, they wash everything for you, so you don't have to worry about it. You're not doing the malacha, they're not doing it for you specifically, they just do it because that's part of their job, so that would be fine. But even if a person is in charge of their own scrubs and they wash it in their own home, so l'chatchila, before the nine days, make sure you have enough, make sure you washed enough to get by. But let's say you run out, halach <clears throat> would be, you'd be allowed to wash them for, for work because it has a din of mislach l'chukah it has a din of mislach tadir, it's constantly getting getting dirty. And <clears throat> for for hygiene, it will be mutter. <clears throat> Talking about hygiene, so, let's say a person, so the, the halacha is that a person should not be, should not use new bed sheets or clean bed sheets during linen during the nine days. So the question is, to the extreme case, a hospital bed. So there we would say that's not a tainug of, of kibas or tainug of, of washing out of wearing new ones. So if you could avoid washing, so then just find a new pair. That'll be fine if you someone is administered to the admitted to the hospital, so you don't have to tell them I want, you know, don't wash it, just let them do whatever they do. But preferable to to not have them wash it as long as you can find a new a new set of linen. If they don't have any new sets, you could definitely allow them to wash it. That is not considered a kibush tainu. It's we, we would consider it mandatory in a hospital. A hotel room. So for most people that are a little bit, uh, you know, OCD, not even OCD, but just a little bit, they care about their hygiene. They are also considered mandatory that if you go to a hotel room, you don't want someone else's linen. You hope they washed it in between, uh, you know, after the previous guest. So you don't have to bring your own linen, halacha. That's a tremendous tircha to start schlepping your own linen. So that's not a problem. You let us sleep on freshly laundered linen by a hotel. Some of the parts that Menchaz Yitzhak points out. So the halacha is, there's two halachas. One is that you shouldn't wash it. The other one is that you shouldn't have the enjoyment of fresh linen. So assuming you have an enjoyment of fresh linen when it comes to a hotel, so maybe you should, you should step on it a little bit, make it not as fresh, the same way a person would do when, when they're using new clothing at home. If they forgot to wear it before the nine days. So, you know, you put it on the floor a little bit. Maybe in a hotel room, you, won't, you wouldn't want to put it on the floor. So step on it, crinkle it up a little bit, so it's not exactly the fresh linen. <clears throat> There's a question that people that, that gets asked often to, to place goodness. You you invite a guest to your home and they come during the nine days. So what do you do? So if you have enough linen that you already have clean linen for them, you cleaned it before the nine days, no problem. So then 
that's their own cheshman of should they put it on the floor for a few minutes, should they step on it, that's their own cheshman. You don't have to worry about it. But let's say you do not. You have to change linen from a previous guest. Let's say you have a, you know, a all the time. So, to use new ones, <coughs> that's mutter because, because that's considered that a tzarech. A person is allowed to use new linen. You don't have to use someone else's linen that they slept in. However, to wash, to wash linen, so then we would only be makeup perhaps up until Shavuot Shachaboy, Bishasat Chak, there's nothing else. And I think in today's world, most people are very sensitive that they don't want to be sleeping in other people's linen. And we could even consider it like the hotel case or the hospital case. If someone has a nachri in the home, it would be better if they washed it. But that would be the, the overall halacha when it comes to guests, when it comes to, to linen. So we mentioned briefly the person who's traveling, so you don't have to start schlepping your own linen. So there's a question like this. Let's say a person's traveling for a couple of days. They're traveling for the nine days. And they're packing a suitcase, do they have to pack enough clothing so that they won't go end up in the category of We said if someone has all his, all his clothing is dirty, he has no choice, so halacha is, you let to wash it, you let to wash your clothing up until Shavu Shechalboi. question is, do I have to think about that in advance? So the Paiskim say that, yes, a person should pack as much as possible. However, if it's going to incur an expense, you know, you're flying, you don't have free luggage, you're flying... You don't have free luggage, or you can have to start getting uh, renting a bigger car. If you could find out, figure out a way that's going to cost you, in order by packing, by overpacking, so then halacha is you wouldn't have you're not to incur those expenses. But if it's just an extra schlepping, an extra tircha, one more bag, but but you could do it. It's not going to cost you anything. So halacha is many of the places can say a person should pack accordingly, so that you have enough clothing. You don't have to end up doing laundry during the nine days. Let's say someone runs out of clothing. So it's Nislach Lukobogadav. So they have an option here. Option number one is to purchase clothing. Go to your local convenience store, purchase yourself some socks. Or should they do laundry? So the place can say like this. If it's, you know, socks, underwear, undershirts, where you don't have any simcha really of buying new ones, for most people it's not called, not called simcha. So then it's better to buy because that's, that's the less of the two. However, if it's a shirt or a pair of pants, so it's better to do laundry instead of purchasing that because that, there's some simple in buying a new shirt, buying a new pair of pants. So in that case, it would, better, it would be better to wash it than to purchase new ones. <clears throat> Towels are also included in this halacha of using a brand new towel. So, you know, some people are, mockbit, are, are not mock on it. I'm not sure why not. But if someone is using a new towel, they should put it on the floor for a few seconds, step on it, to make sure that it's not doesn't have that fresh towel feel, and doing washing towels. So some argue that towels are considered mislachim tadir; they're always getting dirty. So it depends on a person's home. If a person washes towels every single day, that any time someone takes a shower, that that towel goes straight into the laundry. So in Echanami, I could hear, I could hear the the, I could hear the re, the reason to be makeup of mislachim tadir. But if someone does not wash his towel every single day, they, you know, they use a towel, they use it a couple times, so then you wouldn't have the hetar of Maslach Lechem Tadir. It does get challenging, you know, in large families where you don't have numerous, numerous towels, so over the nine days, you're going to have to do laundry with towels at some point. So definitely something to consider. Try to figure out one of these aterim. Is it called Maslach Lechem Is there a hygiene issue? So perhaps one of these th- one of these uh, considerations would come to be makeal. Just to round out 
the the shilas that are discussed in the Paiskin. Shoes. Can a person polish their shoes? So one could argue that shoes are not considered a beged, and all these things we must are polishing, shining. However, Ramosha does say in the Chuba, he thinks that sh that shining shoes would be worse than just polishing and cleaning. And he says, I would assume people are machmir. But I saw the later Paiskim. The, the contemporary price game just they're questioning what's wrong with shining shoes when it comes to the nine days it doesn't it's not called kibos at all so if someone needs to do it there are many places that are make up as far as the shaitel is concerned so washing a shaitel would be a problem of kibos and unless someone really needs it in a if it's the only shaitel you have and and the lady would you know be embarrassed to walk out with a smelling shaitel so then you'd be allowed to wash it just like on any other baguette. Blow drying is definitely mutter. There's no problem of, of putting, you're not you're allowed to put a baguette in a, in a dryer, so there's no difference. The question is ironing. So there's a problem of, of a gihutz, which is like ironing. So some places can say that ironing a shaitel would be a problem, but many places can say that's not the same as ironing a shirt. And Bashas Tzarech, one could definitely be makal if they need to curl their shaitel a little bit to look presentable. That'll be fine. You do a fancy curling anyways. You know, there's no need during the nine days. But if someone needs it for work, just to look presentable, so that'll be mutter. So tomorrow we'll talk about rechitza. We'll talk about bathing during the nine days. Very popular discussion. Can a person take a shower, a lukewarm shower, a cold shower, a hot shower? Is Arab Shabbos different? So we'll discuss that in Ritzim tomorrow as we continue our halachas. And chayalim simen kuflam